Hey there, I'm Sarah Elizabeth, I'm the founder of Code, and welcome to the first of three episodes I am hosting about the dress code. In this episode, I want to talk to you briefly about the dress code's impacts. Many dress codes consist of these things. The fingertip rule. This rule is supposed to help students and teachers determine the appropriate length of skirts and shorts. Usually, it states that skirts and shorts shouldn't be more than about two or three fingers above the knee, depending on the dress code. This uh, varies, like I said, this varies between dress code to dress code, but um, it is a very common rule. Tank top rules. Tank tops, spaghetti straps, off-the-shoulder tops, strapless tops, etc. They're usually not allowed to be worn in many school dress codes. Leggings. Leggings are usually allowed in dress codes, but for only one specific reason, and that is to be worn under skirts and shorts. The skirts and shorts still must follow the previously set rule by the dress code about their length, but um, you must usually you must wear leggings under that under those um, skirts or under those shorts. Leggings, tights, etc., aren't usually allowed to be worn unless they're being worn worn under a skirt or a short. Piercings and hair dye rules. Many schools prohibit visible facial or body piercings except for pierced ears. Um, Some people, some schools feel that body piercings can cause a distraction, um, so they're not allowed, and many schools violate dyed hair for similar reasons. like I mentioned earlier dress codes vary from school to school but these are the things that are most common in many many school dress codes so I'm gonna leave you with that for now and we'll come back to this in a later episode but for right now let's talk about who specifically is targeted by dress codes starting with girls Girls are the most commonly targeted by the dress code, and although all girls are targeted by the dress code, many of those girls are black or girls of color. Research even shows that dress codes can cause black girls to fall behind academically, according to the 2018 National Women's Law Center study. When girls are targeted by school dress codes, it sends the message that a way a woman or a girl looks matters more than what she learns and thinks, which is something that is entirely false. Another community that is targeted by the dress code is the queer community, Um, more specifically non-binary people and trans girls. And since most dress codes aren't gender neutral, it can make non-binary people feel as though they need to conform to a certain gender and make them feel uncomfortable. And for trans girls, many dress codes target them because many people don't see them as women when they are. The dress code is sometimes a way for homophobic and transphobic teachers to take out their anger towards the LGBTQIA community and invalidate them. Now that we've got that over with, let's go ahead and talk about some lasting impacts the dress code can have on girls and boys alike. So the dress code impacts girls in many ways. And one big way that the dress code impacts girls is by instilling victim blaming. Victim blaming is when the victim of a crime or a wrongful act is held at fault for the harm that has befell them. Uh, This is a really important problem because men 
many women are taken advantage of before they reach the age of, of 18, uh, before they reach legal, uh, a legal adult age. And the dress code can instill this way of thinking um, that it's the girl's fault and that it was because of what she was wearing and even that she deserved it, all of which is entirely not true. And the dress code can also lower girls' self-esteem and confidence. The dress code's rules encourage girls to wear bigger, baggier clothing to cover up instead of teaching boys to be respectful and kind to girls no matter what they're wearing. And this can contribute to lowered confidence by being afraid to express themselves and can make them feel as though what they wear have some sort of consequences. So for boys, although maybe not as severely, the dress code also does impact boys as well. The dress code suggests that boys aren't able to control themselves. It, it suggests that boys don't have basic human decency and can even instill this sort of behavior in them. Most of these boys are about 12 to 18 years old when they're still children, suggesting, suggesting that these children cannot control themselves when they see a collarbone or a shoulder is just disrespectful and downright disgusting. The LGBTQIA community is also impacted by the dress code. Like I stated earlier, since most dress codes aren't gender neutral, it can invalidate non-binary people and make them feel as though they need to confine to a certain gender. Again, as I stated earlier, the dress code is also a way where homophobic and transphobic faculty can target trans and queer students, making them feel uncomfortable and invalid.